This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. All righty. Well, welcome, everybody. This is a bit of a different show with no introduction music or anything like that because we have had some technical difficulties. But one of the things that I say is the show always must go on. And, you know, going with the flow is one of my uh, main mottos too. It'll all be good. So let me welcome today's guest. Well, this is, of course, the um, Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 211, and I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Now, my guest today says... Social media is a part of your business or ministry, whether you are in it or not. And joining me on today's show is Bree Timmings. Now, in 2017, Bree left her job as associate director in line to take over a multi-million dollar corporation in Canada to follow God's calling on her life. Now, the modern ministry teaches all kinds of ministries, whether they sell T-shirts, blog, or they are in a mission field or in churches, and they show them how to create disciples through social and have an effective online presence. Now, she also helps ministries perfect their organization's systems and vision so that they can create a feasible ministry. Now, Bree and her family now live in New Zealand, my old home country. Now, today's show, Bree is going to share hustle. The enemy is using this word to make strife uh, trendy, absolutely. Jesus never strived for his ministry and his desire is that we should rest as well. She's going to talk about engagement, creates relationships and in turn brand ambassadors, but also it strengthens the body of Christ in her niche, which is ultimately what she wants. And she is also going to talk about it's okay not to have all of the answers in a world where we're bombarded with experts and self-made millionaires and entrepreneurs and business owners and ministry leaders, we can sometimes be scared to show weakness. So welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you. I'm great. I'm so excited to be talking with you. I've been thinking so much about, you know, um, those three points, and I'm really excited to be on a platform, you know, just another platform that I can express the message that I feel God has given me about these three points, I'm really excited to share today. Yeah, absolutely. Let's dive in because I know that that word hustle is something that is so frequently used all over the place. And we just need to turn into the Bible at the wonderful stories where we see Jesus and his ministry and then he separates from the crowd. He spends time in prayer with his Lord, which of course is our father as well. And you know, he showcases and models to us that there is real, not only um, is it necessary for us, but if if he modeled it, it it must be crucial for us in our business. So talk a bit more about this hustle. Yeah, so um, when when I made the decision to leave my position in in that corporation in Canada and start my own uh, business through social media, and I started turning to a lot of resources and, of course, Pinterest on how do you do this and that, and everything was really promoting this word hustle. Everything was about hustle. And um, I started to uh, read a lot of Gary Vaynerchuk, Vaynerchuk, which um, 
of course, is, you know, the guru of social media and that I was, I would read his books and listen to his podcast. And he's a very motivational man. And I think he has a lot of fantastic points that are so, so valid in our industry. But again, he, something that he was really talking about a lot was hustle as well. And it put this anxiety in me and I'm sure a lot of other entrepreneurs mm-hmm. of, you know, I have to, every moment of every day needs to be spent on my business to make it successful. Mm. And he would just um, give example after example of how, you know, when he was growing or when he was growing um, winelibrary.com, how he would spend, you know, basically every hour out of sleeping on the business. And that's how he grew it to this multi-million dollar business that it is now and how he also did um, Vayner Media as well. Mm-hmm. And so I was really finding myself stressed so much. You know, I've got, I've got three kids and a husband. So and we have twins who are three wow. and, and a son who's five. And, you know, they were just so demanding, of course, on my attention. And I was just finding that I was so frustrated with them Mm. because I thought to make my business successful, I need to hustle. I need to be working every minute. And so reading a storybook or something was, was becoming, um, an inconvenience to me until God was basically like, Whoa, there, you know, family is at the heart of God. Mm -hmm. Relationship is at the heart of God. And when we hustle every hour of the day, we're isolating ourselves Mm. and, you know, maybe for some people that will bring in monetary wealth, but what is that? What are you losing for that? Mm. And, um, it was really an epiphany to me that, you know, God put in a time of rest for his work. You know, he created, you know, all of creation and he set aside time to make sure that he rested. Yes. And that's when he was really able to enjoy what he had created. And if we're just hustling and working all the time, we're not even Mm. enjoying, you know, these things that we're actually creating and Mm -hmm. small victories in business and stuff. So that was a really big eye opener to me. Yeah. I think it's so important. You know, I've had a number of interviews with women business owners in my women in leadership podcast. It's another podcast and a couple of stories and themes that were across the board for some of these women who were in the, 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 the term hustling, doing that, One of them, uh, both of them, two of them I can recall sharing these stories, they were so vivid to me, they ended up with life-threatening illnesses because of the fact that they tended to ignore their body's um, signs and say, hang on a minute, you need to slow down. And I think that's the difference between men and women. And let's face it, if we've got the right strategy in place, and you're going to talk about some of these things, I'm sure, in social, we don't need to be on there 24-7. In fact... I think for me, being a creative, it's the time I spend away from my business. As long as I've got the, the, the foundations in place and the right strategies in place, it's the time that I spend away that boosts my creativity. The times where I do um, get ideas, which really for me, I could not have thought about unless I was out there in prayer and, and really focusing on that. And I think, as you said, if we completely cram our days full of stuff and if we're reading with our kids the you know, once upon a time, the end, wasn't that a great story? I mean, our kids can see right through that. So it's such a, a great reminder for all of us. What would be one thing that you would say to someone who's listening and watching today that can see that really they've been in that hustle mode? Because there is a, a time frame where you need to, to, to become 
not only aware, but also that it is okay. And then in actual fact, for Christian entrepreneurs, if we put our businesses first, that's not putting him first. So what's one thing that you would really recommend that we, because it's one of those things that you will often, well, if I'm not doing that in my business, it's not going to be successful, which is actually untrue. The Lord can put our content and our information in front of people that we could hustle our butts off, you know, 24-7 for, for years and never get in front of. So what would be one insight you want to leave to really empower people to make that shift? I would say um, making a time, like a devotional time or something, the first priority of the day. And that may not mean um, that you have to get up at 5 a.m., but for me, for me, once the kids go to school, I do my Bible reading from 9 to 10 a.m. And that's where I do my reading and my um, my prayer and all of that stuff. It is the first priority before I start any other work. And it is, in turn, what inspires all of my work. You know, um, that is when I really get downloads from God about, you know, what the theme for next month should be or uh, what videos I should be creating or how he feels about certain aspects of business or something um, like that. Like, I know how easy it, it is to say, I can't, I can't make that time. Um, but it's got to somehow be a priority, whether you give up your lunch hours um, to do it or whatever it is, however it fits into a routine, you've got to make sure that you have a good amount of time given to the Lord to receive. Um, sometimes, uh, we have devotionals, which are like, and it's like the quickest, the devotional, the, the better it is, right? If it's like a five minute devotional, that's great. I can put five minutes in. And some days that is just how our day ends up, that we only have that five minutes for that devotional. But um, I think it requires a little bit more on the majority of our days to put in a little bit more than five minutes to spend with him because he's really the one who's going to bless our business, you know, way more than any five-step program um, that experts try to sell us or whatever it is. So that is really the key to everything else. Yeah, that's so true. I remember um, one of the business owners that uh, we network a lot with and he owns um, office space and so he rents that out he services offices and, and provides that for entrepreneurs and has his business was growing and he's a christian entrepreneur too the more his business grew the more his team grew the more he needed space to walk to read the bible to pray and when he walked of course he he spent a lot of time in prayer and he felt that that was necessary. And I think as business owners, it's so important. Where are we putting our attention? Where are we fueling ourselves? Or what, what information are we allowing to fuel ourselves? Because if we, we are relying on the wrong aspects and the wrong strategy, then it can all come crashing down through illness. I mean, the body is an incredible thing. We have an incredible creator, but it needs rest, as you say. So that's a, certainly a great reminder. Let's talk about engagement creates relationships and in turn brand ambassadors. What do you mean by that? Oh, yeah. So this is my bread and butter. I absolutely love engagement because... I totally see it as a manifestation of what God created for us. Sometimes um, we can have a negative feeling towards social media because, uh, number one, we don't understand it. Number two, there's a, a lot of negative things that do happen with social media. Um, and 
I just think, you know, this, this um, network of, of creating relationships and engaging with each other and being able, you know, having the ability to build each other up is so within the heart of God. Um, unfortunately, I see a lot of businesses or whoever on social media really underutilizing that tool that we have. Um, and I think so many times people are reaching out on social media through their comments and not really receiving back what they're putting out. So I always, I always say you need to respond with the same amount of effort um, that the person originally commented with. So sometimes we see like someone responding to a post from a church or something, let's say it's a live feed of a worship session and someone's responded like, wow, this really built me up today. I'm so thankful for this, blah, blah, blah. And then that church just responds with a quick thanks. Mm -hmm. Now, sometimes these churches or ministries or whoever they are actually do have like hundreds of comments to go through. So it's understandable, mm -hmm. but at the same time, we need to then put people in place who can answer all of those um, comments and stuff because people on there are just yearning for that relationship and we need to be able to engage with them and really create relationships online and build these disciples online. I just mm. think that social media is such an amazing tool yes. that has been given to us and we're only just starting to truly understand what we can do with it. Yeah. I think um, in that instance, we don't recognize the incredible opportunity that we have to engage. Now, whether we're in ministry for the church or in our own business, I think if someone has taken the time to make a comment and it's a thoughtful one, it's not one of the, Hey, thanks, that yeah. kind of thing. I mean, obviously give it a heart or something like that. Yeah. Um, but for someone to actually reach out and take the time to do that is huge. Mm -hmm. In today's fast-paced world, and I think if we're not responding to that in a heartfelt way, we lose an opportunity to engage oh. with that person because of the fact that they have taken that time. Sometimes um, we don't realise the significance of that, but I think sometimes too businesses may not know how to respond. What would you say? I mean, what are some of the common reasons why you find that people are not really engaging with it, some of those comments other than um, they haven't got enough staff? Well, if that's the case, you've already said get more team members and resources on the ground to be able to do that because that's a wasted opportunity. It's like someone walking into your store and having a conversation with you. Sorry, we're too busy and then walking away. Yeah. We wouldn't do that. So why would you do that online? What are some other reasons and what are some other tips that you can share with us so that we don't leave these opportunities uh, online not responded to? Yeah, for sure. So I think that um, sometimes it's easy to forget that there's an actual person on the other side of that comment. Um, sometimes we can look at comments and likes as simply currency to build our status online, mm. when actually we need to remember that every single like and every single comment is a person reaching out and um, saying that they appreciate our, our content and stuff. And I think it's just what you said there. If someone came into your store in person, you wouldn't just answer them with a one word and turn away. You need to, I always, I always try to respond as if I'm really talking to them face to face and um, taking, taking a moment, reading their comment, picking out certain um, 
things of what they've said and replying with how I would in how I would in person. So if they've said something like, let's say we're a cafe and they're just saying, I absolutely love your poached eggs on toast, <laughs> then saying responding and saying, Oh, that is definitely one of favorites. And but have you ever tried it with avocado? That is how I love it. And then signing with your name, like the person who's actually replying um, to that comment, especially if you have multiple people who are um, who are monitoring the social media for, for your business, mm-hmm. adding that personal touch by having the person's name really shows uh, your, your followers that you are also real people. And then if they come into your, to your place of business and say, Oh my gosh, you know, Hey Sarah, I, I was the one who was commenting to you on that post that forms a connection. And now that person has, is almost like a brand ambassador. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so true. I think one of the things we so often forget is that, and you, you said it, that we don't, remember or really see the significance that someone who's commented is actually a person on the other end. It's human to human. And I'm sure you would have heard that before. I mean, we've had B to B, C to C, and now people are talking about H to H, which is human to human. And I think when we have that approach, we can see that every potential conversation that we have is one where people, if we're only doing business online, that has, you know, that build, building of no like, and trust, which we know is just such a valuable commodity in such a noisy world. And I think for anyone who is commenting on your posts and taking the time to do that, that's valuable. And if we're leaving that unresponded um, to or, or just a quick thanks, then we're, we're certainly leaving the the ability to build that relationship for sure. Yeah. Let's talk about it's not okay, to, or, or sorry, it is okay not to have all of the answers. And I think sometimes, you know, as individuals, we do think that we need all of the answers. So let's talk about this a little bit because I think we're almost at a stage, even as consumers, where we, we've heard and seen people that are, you know, standing on, on pedestals saying that they're experts and things like that. I think we've almost gone past that now, don't we? We, we want to hear more vulnerable stories, the yes. stories of the challenges. How did they get over them? But real authentic ones, not the, the made-up for ones or let's see if I can come up with a, you know, um, a, 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 a story that I can share. So speak more about this because I think this is powerful too for people. Yeah, so... I think this sort of stems back to my the work that I did in in that corporation in Canada when I knew that I was when I thought that I was going to be taking over that business I just remember probably for six months I would just cry so much because I felt so inadequate inadequate to the task um I would just like, it wouldn't even be a reason that I would cry. I would just be like, Oh my gosh, I can't do this, you know? And then as I started meeting other business uh, owners in the industry and getting on committees and um, you know, going to conferences and networking with other people, I sort of realized that, you know, they're just human too. They're not, you know, they're just trying to do the best that they can for their companies and, I I have great ideas that they haven't thought of and and I actually have value in this whole thing especially because I was so young mm. like I'm only 31 now um and so I just felt like very inadequate and so 
when I stepped away from that industry and I moved into um, social media and, and a bit of like business coaching and stuff like that, of course, you know, the algorithms and, and things online all put stuff that you're interested in. So it was constantly these experts within my industry. And again, I was just feeling so inadequate and it would just make me second guess, like, what am I doing? You know, I've left this fantastic opportunity on the other side of the world. We've moved to this tiny town with a bad reputation and, and I'm trying to start like a brand new business here. Um, and I would just constantly get down on myself. And, uh, I think that, you know, a lot of us can look to those people and think, oh my gosh, obviously it is a marketing, um, mechanism to, to increase their sales and things like that. We need to remember that they weren't always the expert, you know, that they probably had 10 years of building up this business where they can now look back at their experiences and their failures and their mistakes and provide you with, with one path mm -hmm. to probable success. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's so true. I think often um, we can get distracted when we start to look at what other people are doing in, in comparison and so forth. And I think what also we do, and I'd love you to speak a little bit more about this too, is that we negate our previous experience, life experience, heartaches, industry experience. So even industry experience or strengths and characteristics that we've built um, through having worked in the workplace and we negate that and don't realize that that actually builds the, the depth of wealth of knowledge and expertise that we share. So what would you say once you realize that and you started to, to build momentum with your message and not constantly compare, did you find that you were less distracted and more focused on your lane where you were gifted with the talents and gifts, obviously, that you were blessed with? Mm -hmm. Did you find that far easier when you stopped looking at what everyone else was doing? Yeah, for sure. Like, I think it's, like, I think it's human nature to kind of um, go back and forth, you know, every once in a while I find myself comparing me to someone else and I have to remember that no, God has given me this specific message that I am to continue going, um, towards. And, um, I think like something that I have tried to, to use is my experience. And you kind of mentioned it before where we almost need, um, a vulnerable, a vulnerable ability uh, amongst entrepreneurs. And so I try to do that. For example, the other week, um, you know, my business is not thriving as of yet, mm. you know, it's still new. And so the other week I filled up my van with gas, thought there was money in the account and there wasn't. And so I think we've all been there in the grocery store or something where you, you, you put the card in and it says declined and it's the most embarrassing you know, almost shameful experience with all these other people in line behind you and you can't pay for whatever it is. Mm. And I just felt so disheartened by that. And I could just, I could just feel the devil feeding me these lies of like, you know, you're not worthy. What are you doing with this business? You're not going to make it, you know, and he just try and takes everything that you're insecure about. Mm -hmm. And in that one instance where it's just about one thing, you know, yeah. the money hadn't come in yet. Yeah. And I couldn't pay for that one tank of gas at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, but he uses that, that moment of weakness to just bring in everything. And so I turned it around. I thought, you know what? You are not getting the best of me. 
Mm-hmm. I went, I did a live video on Instagram and I said, you know what, this is what's happening to me. And I want you to know that I'm right there with, with you who are struggling as well. Yeah. You know, we're trying to do our ministry. We're trying to do our business and great things are going to come. But in these seasons, this is where we really learn those, those hard lessons that are going to mm-hmm. propel us in the future. Yeah. And so I really tried to just turn it around on the devil and say, nah, you're not getting, you're not getting me today. Yeah. It's so, so important. And let's face it in entrepreneurship, there are projects that we really hoped would come through and we get a no, there are clients who we thought mm-hmm. that they are going to say yes. And they say not yet. And you have to wait. And yeah. I think every single time that happens, there's so many incredible opportunities that we can build strength in and, and our character in. And I think we need to build that tenacity and that stickability, mm-hmm. if you will, that we do stick around for that because that's just going to make us stronger and also I think be able to show real compassion to our clients who we're working with who them themselves go through that too and I think if we haven't gone through that struggle and here we are saying them you need to stay strong you just need to get doing you know keep doing that day in day out we can't say that with all integrity if we haven't lived that ourselves can we uh, and that can't become part of our story and journey. So I reckon that every single situation um, can be leveraged for our story and the betterment of people that we are going to be working with. Uh, I'm convinced of that through hearing all of the conversations that I've had. So if someone is going through a bit of a season of uh, of the downs, the valleys, so to yeah. speak, I tell you what, that you know you are going to climb that mountain and you are going to go forth for others and, and be that light and hope for them too. Yes. So Bree, share with us. I know that social media mm-hmm. and engagement and all of that is something that many business owners struggle with. And of course, mm-hmm. you uh, have just shared that that's one of the areas that you really love to specialise in and help organisations and, and ministries, of course, uh, get in, in place. So what's the best way for them to connect with you? Uh, well, they can go to themodernministry.com and contact me um, through any of my channels there, through email, Brie at themodernministry.com. Um, I'm on Instagram a lot. That's probably my favorite platform that I'm on. So um, just finding me at the Modern Ministry there. I always do my stories every day. I really love just hanging out with my with my people there um, and stuff. So those are probably uh, the best ways to get in touch with Fabulous, me. fabulous. And, of course, we'll put all of the links to connect with Brie on our show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE211 once the show goes live. But, of course, those of you who are listening and watching the Facebook Live, you can go and connect with Brie right now because that's live for you. One of the things I'm doing, Brie, for all of my guests, and I'd love to do that for you, is just to close the show with a word of prayer. May I do that for you? Yes, please. Okay, let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Brie and just be reminded of how important as Christian entrepreneurs that uh, we don't get caught up in the worldly view of hustle, hustle, hustle. Father, we know that business, we do need to, to work and to make sure we have the right foundations in place. But as you remind us in your word, it's important that we seek you first, especially if we want to build kingdom businesses that honour you in every way. And Father, when we, we have you as CEO, 
to direct us, to guide us, then there's so many things that would just not be possible if it had only been for our own work. So we just want to remind everybody today just to, to, to really lean in to you. Father, we just want to uphold Bree uh, and her business uh, up in prayer. We continue to bless her. We continue to uh, really let her message reach out to, to many other business owners who are faith-based and have a real key word and, and a word that speaks truth and hope that they will find uh, her services, particularly if this is an area that they're struggling with. And we just want to uphold her husband and her, her family too in prayer as she continues to grow her business, a kingdom-focused business that honours you in every way as well. And we ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for um, to coming on and sharing your wisdom. A little bit of a different show. I usually have music and so forth. But anyway, that's okay. We go with the flow. It's one of those things that happens in business. We go plan B. But I tell you what, it was such great information. So very important. And um, an honor to speak with you today. Continued success and blessings. Thank you so much. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.